Hello, good afternoon. Michael Wynn, Chief Digital Officer of Digital Ops, a division of RB Oppenheim Associates. Thanks for joining the video podcast today where I have my guest, Blake Dowling from Aegis Business Technologies here in Tallahassee. Thanks for joining the show today, bro. Thanks for having me, man. <laughs> Very good. So today, what we want to talk about is growing your business means protecting your business in a cyber safe landscape. You know, on the show, one of the things that we've talked about a couple of times is when you are executing your digital marketing campaigns, you don't want to allow leverage from the third party platforms like Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn to hold all the cards, meaning hold all the identity of the people that you're trying to build a relationship with. So, you know, as you kind of think through your marketing strategies and the call to actions that you're creating for these campaigns, you're going to obviously take them to a landing page on your website where you're going to say, hey, download this free tutorial, check out this white paper, and you're going to collect that first party data information, whether it's email address or name or, you know, what are they interested in, et cetera. You're going to capture that and you're going to hold that in order to grow your business. But you also want to protect that data. And that's why I asked Blake to join me today and talk about how can businesses, whether they're small, large or enterprise level, how can they really think about protecting their business? What have you seen? Well, thanks, Michael. Uh, first, I'd like to throw a joke out there. So we make sure <laughs> to start things off on the right foot. Icebreaker. So um, where does the pirate store his data? His or her data. Mm, pirate, pirate. I'm thinking ship. ship? Tre treasure chip. On his treasure chip. That's a good guess, but we're going <laughs> with R drive. Oh, the R drive. Okay, all right. Very good. All right. Well, thanks for that icebreaker. Cybersecurity is top of mind of just about every conversation that I have in the community. Everybody wants to talk about cybersecurity. If you're going to grow your business, you got to protect your business. A couple of the threats that we see every day phishing emails and ransomware hmm. yeah so a phishing email rolls in now the days of you know stock mass distributed emails and spam are pretty much ending that's the dinosaur method of um spamming what people are doing now are going to websites looking to see who the president is who the accountant is who the key decision makers are they're emailing those people and they're asking for certain things mm -hmm. and people are falling for it. They're, you know, you have your, you know, enterprise level cybersecurity methodologies in place. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have malicious code in these emails, if you don't have a link that can be blocked um, and it's just an email say, Hey man, send me some money and hmm. you engage in a dialogue and it looks legit. Maybe your accounting department is not in Tallahassee. Maybe it's in Miami and maybe it's normal you to throw money around state to state, especially if they're referencing a name, a specific project, mm -hmm. this is where it gets really scary hmm. and people are falling for phishing emails. So we'll get into protective measures in a minute, but um, number two on the list of the most common things that we see, ransomware. Mm -hmm. So with the ransomware scenario, think about Apple. Think about seeing an email that's allegedly from Apple or mm -hmm. Wells Fargo or American Express or UPS and says, click here to verify your information. The folks that are perpetrating this type of email threat are banking that you use one of these people as a vendor 
And the minute you click, zam. If you've never seen an infection of mm. ransomware, it goes from your computer to your neighbor's computer and all throughout the office, however big your network is. Mm. It can even encrypt your backups, which as far as protections go, that's your <laughs> that's your bad news. Hopefully you don't have to go there. But you're looking at a deal breaker. You know, we were talking earlier about cities being shut down. Yeah. Baltimore right now shut down. They can't issue parking tickets <laughs> because it was all digital. And somebody in the office clicked on a ransomware threat, shut them down. City of Atlanta, city of Stewart here in Florida. Municipalities seem to be more likely to have an exposure. Targets on their back, yeah. Sure, because maybe, maybe small business you know, looking to protect themselves a little more than say a city, maybe they're thinking about that brand. And like you were saying, to grow your business, protect your business, mm -hmm. maybe there's more top of mind. Maybe there's a president breathing down their throat saying, don't click on anything that comes in or you're out the door. Yeah. So those are your top of mind threats to be aware of. So how do you protect yourself? We all know about antivirus and anti-spam solutions. Do you know about advanced threat protection from firewalls. Mm. There's features out there that a lot of businesses don't deploy like geo IP filtering. Mm. This blocks all IP addresses outside the US. If you don't do business outside of the US, how about blocking those IP addresses? Why? We're not trying to be non-global friendly, but we're recognizing the fact that most threats come from outside of the United States. Yeah. You're looking at regions like I look at the reports from our firewalls, from our customers, Pakistan, Ukraine, India, China, top of the list. Yep. These are where a lot of those threats are coming from. Now, if you do business in these areas, we can open up those ports. But that's just something to think about. As you go through the list, uh, there's other advanced threat protections options out there that you can explore depending on what your budget is for that sort of thing. But let's go back to the front lines. People hear about passwords all the time. Mm. And as much as you hear about it in the media, you'd be shocked to know that how many people don't listen. They're like, oh, yeah. yeah, look at the mayor of Tampa this year. His Twitter account got hacked because his password was like Joe Bob one. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I, I, I often get, you know, having built, you know, and launched over 150 websites and creating user accounts for, you know, the people that are going to publish content you know, I'll put in a nice encrypted, you know, doesn't spell anything, doesn't say anything. And I'll send it to them. And they'll be like, Michael, can we change that to something I can remember? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, we can't do that. I mean, the easy rule of thumb, uh, the algorithms and everything involved changes over the years on what people recommend. But bottom line, if it's in the dictionary, you're in trouble. Mm. Use characters. Use a phrase, you know, Mary had a little lamb with all sorts of, you know, at symbols and mm -hmm. explanations and random capitalizations. Right. Um, those types of things are effective. And how you really keep that guard up is by changing them. Mm. And yes, it's complex. And if you need to get a password tool, do it. Mm. Don't be the person that has a sticky note on the door because then the cleaning crew comes in and then you're not protecting your data. So um, there's so much to think about as you think about protection and going into uh, what we talked about for a second, backups. So say everything fails. Fails the wrong word. Say everything doesn't work as advertised. Antivirus, anti-spam, firewall. Threat gets through. Do you have redundant backups? Mm. That's your fallback point. You right. know, your business depends on it. You can't grow your business if your business is done. 
So make sure <laughs> you can restore your business on the fly with a smart backup, image base, not just, yeah, I've got this service and they say it's backed up. Okay, do you test it? Is it verified? Mm -hmm. Is it image based versus file based? A file based restoration could take days or weeks if you have tons of information. Hmm. So these are the kinds of things you need to be thinking about as you grow your business and what protective measures you have in place and think about it in the association world, in the government world, with insurance companies, they're going to start asking questions if they haven't already regarding, depending on what your business is, on what protective measures do you have in place? Does every employee at your company go through cybersecurity training? Right. Do you do phishing mm -hmm. simulations and testing? Do you have cybersecurity insurance? And if you're not checking these boxes, maybe your competition is. Mm -hmm. So that's what you really have to keep in mind as you protect and grow, you know, what's the competition doing? Mm. You know, uh, those are amazing tips. I, I know um, I need to hide this sticky note real quick while you're sitting here. <laughs> um, you know, if, if you could say just one thing as we kind of close up uh, the show today, uh, you know, if what's the low hanging fruit, the really practical, tactical things in a nutshell, 30 seconds, what do you say? Keep your password mission effective, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Right. Have redundancy at every level. Mm -hmm. Follow industry best practices. That's what I really like to preach to people uh, when you're talking the gospel of technology, because people don't get it the first three or four times you tell it to them. They're like, yeah, we we have some things. Yeah. What do you have? Right. Make sure cybersecurity is in the top two or three things that you're thinking about on a day-to-day -day basis. And that's that's it in a nutshell. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you'll catch us tomorrow. Thanks again, Blake. Take care.